My fondest memories from my youth are definitely rooted in tradition. My parents made a huge effort to make sure that we had yearly traditions um, from the Great Milwaukee Circus Parade to our annual Valentine's Red Meal to vacations in the Upper Peninsula of the, of the UP of Michigan. So I always enjoyed and have some of my fondest memories around those traditions and being excited about what was to come year after year. My parents definitely influenced my life the most while growing up. I was fortunate to have two parents that really made a lot of sacrifices to make sure my sister and I could have all the opportunities and experiences that would help us grow and find the things that are most important and things that we really were passionate about. Um, my parents worked hard to make sure we had all that, but they also had just as much of importance on playing and having fun while we did it. So they held me to a really high standard, which helped us to hold ourselves accountable to that and achieve the things that we know we wanted to achieve. Laughter is so incredibly important in my life. Um, I love making people laugh. I love that what makes people laugh is different for every single person. And I think I got that nature because of my parents as well. My, my dad is more of a witty, situational humor, and my mom is more people and human behavior humor. And the mix of both of them, I think I picked up a little bit from both of my parents. And that really helped evolve my humor and really is why I laugh so hard and try to find laughter in every single thing I do every day. After my husband Tom was diagnosed with cancer, I never considered giving up because he never considered giving up. We, on the first night he was diagnosed as we sat in our hospital bed, we decided we were gonna beat this and we chose that we were going to find the best doctors we could, get the best plan we could to beat his cancer, and then follow the plan and do everything within our power to make sure we held up our end of the bargain. And we were very fortunate to have great doctors and great nurses, but we also made that choice. And I remember sitting in that hospital bed that night curled up the two of us in this tiny bed and we decided we were going to do everything we could to beat cancer within our power and we were fortunate that we had the privilege of a diagnosis that afforded us that option. I began to blog about my husband Tom's illness because I wanted to find a way to communicate with all of our friends and family in a consistent way and we were fortunate to have a huge support network and I wanted to keep it off social media and so it afforded me an option to keep people informed but then also keep it off social media until we were ready to share that story and not put ourselves at risk for information being out there before we were ready. And I would encourage anyone to blog about the experience whether or not it's public because it really helped us look back and understand and remind ourselves what had happened. And, and for my husband in particular, he had some amnesia and some memory loss from his treatment, so it was a great way for him to look back and know everything that happened. And then for me, in such a high-stress time, there are things still to this day that I think back and remember for the first time because it was such a high-stress time in our lives, and it's a great way to look back and really be thankful for everything and all the support that we had. I wrote 128 Days and Counting because I wanted to write a book that really helped the next person in our situation. You know, you feel very helpless in these situations and I wanted to find a way to give back. And this is a way for people to read about our journey. It's not necessarily a how-to on how to beat cancer. Certainly that's different for every single person in their situation. However, I just wanted to paint a picture and make sure people understand that in a twisted way, everything that happened to us before cancer helped prepare us to fight cancer, our relationship, and the book also really puts a spotlight on life after cancer, which can be challenging. It's the greatest privilege in the world, but to regain control and try to find a new normal while managing effects of depression, PTSD, and all of the side effects of chemo can be incredibly challenging. And I wanted to make sure that that story was told as well. I hope when people read 128 Days and Counting that they can find joy and laughter on the same page that they might find sadness. We really 
really tried to find moments of joy and laughter and humor in some very unfortunate situations, and I tried to put that all into the book. I hope they also see the importance of strong relationships and support network. I could not have done this without Tom and um, his support as well as he couldn't have done it without mine, and I really do think that's important. For people that have never experienced this hardship that may in the future, um, I would say that there is a community out there and there are people that have done this and there are people that can help you through it. Um, you know, you never think it can happen to you until it does and when it does, it's really important to just pause and, and find the resources and the help that's there for you and know that that is available and can help you through your own situation.